0: Well, happy Friday, Covenant Network. Here we are on this Friday morning, February 11th, the feast of Our Lady of Lords, a very special one in my heart. I'll tell you more about that later, maybe. It's not, you know, anything pressing. But how could you not love Our Lady? I'm Adam Wright. You are listening to Roadmap to Heaven. It is Roadmap Roundup Friday, and uh, we've got we've got a full house today. And we'll, we'll get to that too, but let's let's first go to our Blessed Mother. This morning, in addition to our morning offering, we'd like to pray with you the litany of Loretto uh, for the Blessed Mother's Day here today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ, have have mercy. mercy. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on
0: us. Christ hear us. Christ, Christ, Christ graciously graciously hear, us. hear us. God the Father of heaven have, have mercy on us. God the Son redeemer of the world have, have mercy on us. God the Holy Spirit
2: have, have mercy on us.
0: Holy Trinity one God have, have mercy on us. Holy Mary pray, pray for, for us. us. Holy Mother of God pray, pray for us. Holy, us. Virgin pray us. Pray for Holy Virgin of Virgins pray for us. Mother of Christ pray for us. Mother of the Church pray for us. Mother of Mercy pray for us. Mother of Divine Grace pray for us. Mother of hope Pray, Pray for us, Mother most pure. Pray, Pray for, for us, Mother most Chase. Pray, for us. Pray for us, Mother inviolate. Pray for us, Mother undefiled. Pray mother for mother us, Mother most amiable. Pray for mother us, Mother admirable. Pray, Pray for, mother for us, Mother of good counsel. Pray mother for us, Mother of our Creator. Play Pray for, mother for us, Mother of our Saviour. Pray for us, Virgin most prudent. Pray for us, Virgin most venerable. Pray for us, Virgin most renowned. Pray for us, Virgin most powerful. Pray for us, Virgin most merciful. Pray for us, Virgin most. Faithful pray pray for for us. Mirror of Justice Pray, pray for seat us Seat of Wisdom pray pray for Cause us. of our Joy Pray, pray for, for us Spiritual Vessel Pray, pray vessel for us Vessel of Honor for Pray for us Singular Vessel of Devotion Pray, pray for Mystical us Mystical Rose Pray, pray for Tower us Tower of David Pray, pray for us Tower of Ivory Pray, pray for us House of Gold Pray for us Ark of the Covenant Pray for us Gate of Heaven Pray for us Morning Star Pray for us Health of the Sick Pray for us, refuge of sinners, pray for us, solace of migrants, pray (mumbles) for us, comfort of the afflicted, pray for us, help of Christians, pray Pray for us, Queen of angels, pray for us, Queen of patriarchs, pray for us, Queen of prophets, pray for us, Queen of apostles, pray for us, Queen of martyrs, pray for us, Queen of confessors, pray for us, Queen of virgins, pray for us, Queen of all saints, pray for us, Queen conceived without original sin, pray for us, Queen assumed into heaven, pray for us, Queen of the most. Holy Rosary, pray, pray for, for us, Queen of Families, pray, pray for, for us, Queen of Peace, pray, pray for, for us, Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, spare us, us, O Lord, Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, us O Lord, Lamb of God, who takest away the sins of the world, have, have mercy, mercy on, us. on us, pray for us, O Holy Mother <laughs> of God, that we, that we may be made made worthy of the, the promises of Christ. Christ. Let us pray, grant we beseech Thee, O Lord God, that we, Your servants, may enjoy perpetual health of mind and body and by the glorious intercession of the Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, may be delivered from present sorrow and obtain eternal joy through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of Lords holding a special place in my heart, mainly because the first parish I ever worked at uh, as music director was St. Bernadette. And of course, Our Lady of Lords appeared to St. Bernadette. And that's where she said, I am the Immaculate Conception. And Uh, Well, you know, our theology, we, we received a dogma. Uh, yeah. From that, so uh, Full House today we've got in studio with us uh, Gabe Jones. Good to see you. as Yes. Always.
2: Uh, back. It's been a while.
0: <laughs> it has
2: uh, for various reasons.
0: I hope we remember how to do one of these roundups. I things.
2: don't know. <laughs> That's why we have extra people here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and an extra person. Uh, the the always lovely Angela Miller is with us. Angela, good to see you this morning.
1: Good morning. I also wanted to say, um, Our Lady of Lords is the consecration day that uh, my husband and I chose. Oh. For a consecration so, to Mary. So, so. You're,
0: you're making your Marian consecration today? or you, Yes.
1: Going to celebrate right. the anniversary today.
0: All right. Wonderful. That is uh, that is great. Um, speaking of which, uh, breaking news here. Uh, not breaking. But <laughs> if you are going to make the Marian consecration, the, the next go around that I think is uh, with the time you need to get the materials and prepare is going to be the Feast of the Annunciation on March 25th, which means you need to order your supplies now because you would start um, a week from Sunday you would start on February 20th Um, so true devotion to Mary and the preparation 33-day preparation for consecration like I said you can go to pretty much any Catholic bookstore if they don't have it they can order it for you Um, or go online and just uh, search true devotion to Mary PDF and isn't there a
2: hair shirt involved too uh,
0: no 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 just worm food Oh, Worm Food. Okay. Yeah. That's included. And, and we'll sadly, talk about that in a little bit. Sadly, Worm Food couldn't be with us this morning. Uh, Dan Vanderhaar's out on the road for his job, I believe. So filling in, uh, happy to welcome back to the studio, who has not been here for a long time, Chris Haran. Chris, good to see you.
3: Good morning, Adam. Thank you for having me.
0: I think you win the prize for longest commute
2: this morning. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, it was uh, 33 minutes, 35 minutes
2: from Beautiful House Springs. Yeah, dedication right there yeah, it is all right he you just came get... he just he just enjoys you that much well there you have like speed in your presence uh, it could be <laughs> you i don't know or in no, the service no. of the lord well
0: <laughs> we're excited to have all of you here this morning we've got a lot to dive into on today's roadmap roundup but before we do that let's go to mike roberts for that check of the weather
4: It is gonna rain on your Friday. We'll have a high 55 degrees. Precipitation winds down this afternoon. This evening skies begin to clear and it gets cold tonight. Look for a low of 15 to 18 degrees. Saturday, mostly sunny, a high near 25 degrees. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 35 degrees. Once again, next week, as was the case last week, we have a powerful weather system coming through the Midwest around the middle of the week. But this will be a much warmer storm. It might produce some snow for us, but it's going to have a hard time producing much. And in fact, the long-range outlook for February, March, April, and May points toward warmer than normal temperatures and above normal precipitation. Doesn't mean we won't see any more snow, but it's less likely. Today is the feast day of Saint Soterra, who was a martyr, and Our Lady of Lourdes. Born in Lourdes, France in 1844, Bernadette Subaru was the daughter of Francois, a miller who had fallen on hard times, and Louise. And together, they had nine children, and Bernadette was the oldest. Bernadette suffered from asthma, and as a result, missed school quite often, which left her struggling with her studies. But she was dedicated to her family and to her faith. On the morning of February 11th, 1858, she and her sister Marie, along with a friend, went to gather firewood when they came to a stream near the grotto of Massabielle. While Marie and the other girl crossed the stream immediately, Bernadette looked for a place she could cross without getting her stockings wet, left behind. She felt a rushing wind and then noticed a wild rose unaffected by the wind. Then in a brilliant light, she saw what she described as a beautiful lady. Bernadette returned after Sunday Mass, then again on February 18th, when she was told by the beautiful woman to visit every day for the next two weeks. With each visit, Bernadette would say the rosary and fall into a trance. This beautiful lady identified herself only as a Quiro, that which I am. As Bernadette continued to visit, increasingly large crowds would gather. The town was quite divided about what Bernadette claimed to be seeing, and the family came under intense scrutiny with many questioning Bernadette's sanity. On February 25th, she was told to drink from the stream, but there was no stream. This caused great ridicule until the next day when water began flowing there. Almost immediately, miraculous cures came from the waters in this new stream. During the 16th vision, Bernadette, asked once again the beautiful lady for her name, and she smiled and said, I am the Immaculate Conception. After a four-year investigation, the apparitions in Lourdes were approved in 1862 by Pope Pius IX. It was this pontiff who just eight years earlier had first proclaimed the dogma of the Immaculate Conception. Bernadette was proclaimed a saint in 1933. Countless miracles from the beautiful lady, our Lady of Lords continued to this day. In 1943, a wonderful movie, Song of Bernadette, was made. The actress portraying Saint Bernadette, Jennifer Jones, won an Academy Award. Our Lady of Lords, please pray for us. I'm Meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day.
0: You are listening to Roadmap to Heaven this Friday morning, February 11th. It is Roadmap Roundup Friday, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to dive in here. Um, You know, one of my favorite things about St. Bernadette is that she was willing to be thought of as crazy, much like the children at Fatima, and pretty much anywhere there's been an apparition, I think there's at least one person who responded to the, you know, I had an apparition of the Blessed Mother. There's at least one person who said, you're crazy. Right, you know, or how often uh, in today's day and age do we hear people say, "Why do you Catholics believe that uh, you're crazy?" Maybe they don't say the "you're crazy" part, but it's implied. You know, your thinking is so outdated, or uh, you know, you, you know the arguments, you've heard them all. Um, so, Gabe Jones, I want to I want to start there,
2: and I want to start with you. Are you willing to be thought of as crazy uh, for your beliefs? Well, the flesh is willing, but the spirit is weak. Or the spirit is willing, and the flesh, flesh is weak. I got that backwards. But <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm willing to be thought of as foolish, but I don't know that I always do it. You yeah. know? It's, it's kind of one of those things where the great manifestation of this is, is when you're in the restaurant, you know, in public, and you're like, okay, kids, let's say a prayer before we eat. <laughs> you you <laughs> know what? You know, and you kind of hide. Like, I mean, I've gotten over that. I used to be sort of, you know, cautious, not cautious, but uh, you know, yeah, careful about mind that. Yeah, mindful, yeah. Hide it. Now I'm now I don't care, but in other ways it is it's still hard to be a fool for Christ. But um, so yeah, I'd like to, but yeah. So Chris Horan, I want to go to you next on this. Um,
0: you know, it, it's easy to be afraid sometimes, but uh, I, I think of the two of you, especially with you know the public testimony you've given over the past couple of years with the Joseph Challenge. Yeah. Like here's a bunch of guys uh, that your witness is walking yeah. uh, to witness to the faith. Not not so much preaching, not not so much talking or anything like yeah. that. Just going for a really long. Three-day walk from St. Joseph to St. Joseph to St. Joseph huh, to that's crazy. suit to St. <laughs> no, Joseph. No, it's not. <laughs> um, how, how do you let go of pride or fear that you know people might look at you and say, what is up with Chris? Why is he like that? So what's been helping me is
3: so I'm, I'm discerning becoming a Benedictine oblate at Clear Creek. And so a key component of the rule or why the monks exist is to become a perfect Christian. And so... As a part of that, we have to continually attest to the faith, and especially those of the saints, you know, the lives of the saints, and especially the martyrs when it comes to um, being crazy, right? They they did crazy things for the faith, laid on coals and were killed and, you know, were um, literally torn apart. So I think it's continually praying for the grace to have fortitude to be a witness, right? It's not easy, but... Um, we have to do that to combat evil. And especially on this feast day today, we, we always have to have recourse to Our Lady um, in all things to be able to uh, show the world that we, you know, or, or at least work towards showing that we love her son, at, at least attempt to love her son as much as she did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you said a word there. You get bonus points today. It's the, uh, the, the word of the day this morning, um, <laughs> fortitude. From the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we read in paragraph 1808 that fortitude is the moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. It strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. The virtue of fortitude enables one to conquer fear, even fear of death. And to face trials and persecutions, it disposes one even to renounce and sacrifice his life in defense of a just cause. Quote, the Lord is my strength and my song, and quote. And another quote, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And, you know, it's uh, maybe maybe kind of cliche for us to be talking about men being a men of fortitude. You know, we want to be strong men like the epic stories of old. But Angela, that's something that you are called to as well. And uh, how do you live this out? You know, how do you let go of pride, let go of fear and, and live a life of fortitude with your faith?
1: Totally. Um. So I, I'm sure this is common for both men and women, but um, people like to be liked. (laughs) Um, I think that in our relationships, sometimes, um, I've got friends that really struggle with church teachings and I really have to be like careful with the way that I talk about things with them, but still always invitational. Um, but at the same time, like pray for the strength to be able to, um, be a little bit, odd be a little bit bold um in conversation with them but also i mean in the way i live my life too i just maybe it's turning 30 recently but i just don't care
0: (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of uh, you know my birthday is next it's coming up i forget exactly when it's the 20th it's the 20th No, I'm turning 39, mm-hmm. and uh, the brain's starting to act like I'm getting mm-hmm. a little bit older here. But I, I, I've been reflecting a lot on this lately because a good friend of mine called me out. I was like, you know, my my kid's school did something, and I wasn't happy with it. And, and she said, well, why don't you get involved? And I'm like... Ooh. And it's uh, because, like, you, you want me to get involved to be part of the fundraiser? Sure. You know, you want me to DJ the father-daughter dance, the mother-son dance? I've been doing that for years. You want me to help set up for this or that and the other thing? No problem with that. And yet the question before me was, what are you doing to help build a faith community in your kid's school? And I'm like, oh, I you know, I am happy to talk about Jesus all day long here mm-hmm. on the radio I am really scared to go talk about my faith with uh, the other parents at
2: my kid's school. You know, Mm, I don't want to be... I mean, it's a Catholic school. It should be just a natural thing.
0: Exactly. But, you know, I I don't want to be that guy on a soapbox in the parking lot like, let Mm -hmm. me tell
2: you about the gospel today. Well, you know, the other side of this question about, you know, looking crazy is that it only looks crazy when it's not the norm. So I have kind of... The way I frame it in my head, I guess, is that Yeah, I might be crazy. I might, you know, do things that are different than just the average Joe. But like that needs to be the norm, right? The fact that you, you know, say prayers on a regular basis, that you go to mass on days besides Sunday, you know, like people say, oh, you go to church on a day and it's not Sunday, like that, that shouldn't be abnormal, right? Right. So doing these things and stating it, not in a way that seems like, oh, well, you know, I do this. I know it's a little wonky, but I do it. Like just. State it. Be bold and be like, no, I, I embrace it. I do this. This is how I live my faith. And don't be ashamed of that. And make it normal.
1: I would also say that it looks crazy if you're not inviting the Holy Spirit into it. Yeah. If you're just like <laughs> spouting out truth and it's like the wrong place and wrong time, you're going to look kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. But if you're asking the Holy Spirit to be the words that come out of your mouth, to give you the right opportunities, then then it's not as crazy but it's still crazy on fire you oh
0: know? Yeah. see now you've yeah. brought up discernment which is actually going to factor into <laughs> one of our next topics today but first we are going to take a break here on the roadmap roundup when we come back we'll be talking a little bit about discernment especially as it relates to the upcoming season of lent stay tuned We are back. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven on this Friday morning. It's the Roadmap Roundup. Chris Oran, you said something in the break that I think is really important. So I want to repeat it here that, you know, we're talking about are we willing to be seen as crazy? But it's so important for us to remember that living out our faith is not actually crazy. It does not make us crazy. It may make us look foolish in the eyes of the world, but it is without a doubt the most sane thing we could do. And so let's not think of it as abnormal. Let's think of this is, this is normal, is to live out our faith, whether the world acknowledges it or not. Now, one of the ways we do that, and we, we mentioned that discernment is going to factor into that, is in the season of Lent. We intensify three things, our prayer, our fasting, and our almsgiving. And it's that time of year. We're about two and a half weeks out. We should be thinking about what we are going to do for the season of Lent, and not just in our penance, but in our prayer and in our almsgiving. You know, I am a big proponent of have a plan, and I'm not talking about a big, grand, deluxe, complicated plan. You know, it might just be like, listen, I need to remember that I'm giving— you know, increasing this contribution by 5%. It could be a contribution you're already making or to say, I'm going to give in the poor box in church, I'm going to make sure that we're putting in X dollars per week when we go to Sunday Mass. But have that plan, have a concrete action you can do. Same thing with prayer. I am going to pray. I'm going to increase my prayer life by doing X, Y, or Z. It could be doing a, you know, I'm going to be doing a spiritual journal this Lent. Um, It could be, Resolving to pray an additional prayer or set of prayers every day, but have a plan. But the one I always kind of uh, fret about, and I'm a little wishy-washy until the last minute, until uh, you know I, the Procrastinator's Anonymous meeting has been postponed. Right, I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, is picking a Lenten penance to do, and when I sent you all this question, you came, you all three came back at me with the same thing that it's like, well, I don't think we need to get super creative on this, and I agree. Uh, we just need to pick something simple yet effective and I'm just curious what you've seen or or done over the years that maybe fits that category of this has been very simple but very effective
1: well I I usually try to start with like we said earlier discernment so if I can take some time in prayer and say okay what is like excessive in my life or what is lacking in my life and where do I need uh to to make space for the Lord um and for me, it's, it's been, um, growing in discipline, um, and creating more place for silence in my life. Um, so one effective one has been the snooze button, giving up the snooze button. Um, and then another one, which, uh, my husband has been doing is, um, he gives, he has silent car rides and he has got long car rides, um, throughout his work day, um, and so it, it increases the space for silence in our lives and um, more opportunity to grow in virtue in conversation with God. Can I,
0: can I ask this question? Because this is something that that I tried once and I hated it, but I mm-hmm. loved it all at the same time. Have you ever moved your alarm across the room? So yes. That, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I it, have to. Or I will actually, I got one of those cookie jars um, that lock up and you can't unlock it unless the time goes by. <laughs> and I'll put my phone in that, in in another part of the room so I can't even get it at night or anything and um
0: yeah yeah it's hard for me to go back to sleep after hitting the snooze button if I once I get out of bed then I'm up you know yeah. but it's the getting out of bed I can roll over and hit snooze and then roll back over and go especially
1: back when it's cold out and your bed is so warm right? <laughs> you ever
2: just lay there like you hit snooze and you like stare at the ceiling and you're like okay I'm gonna get up I'm gonna get up I'm gonna get up like you're awake and then like, the next thing you close you know, your eyes, you're, and you're it's...
0: five minutes late for the roadmap roundup. <laughs> 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 Never happened. <before. laughs> Chris Moran, what about yeah. you? What What do you find to be effective? I mean, you're you're, you're a guy. You've done Exodus 90 before, so you've yeah. probably done the most extreme penances for Lent of the four of us gathered here today. Um, but what's something simple and effective that works for you? Yeah, I think it. It seems so typical of. Oh, what are you going to give
3: up for Lent? Right, alcohol, desserts, um, typical things like that. But those things will work for me because you just don't think about them in the regular course of at least my day. And so I'll probably stick to some of those. Um, also simple things like no salt, right? If you typically just throw salt on food, pepper, just leave it off. Um, you know, maybe be a little cold still in Lent um, potentially, or if it's a little warm, maybe don't turn the AC on or the, the heat on as much, right? It's not, again, these, these, comforts that we're so used to in this world that we live just give them up a little bit or lessen them a little bit they are, you're typically just cranking the heat up to 90 in the car and you want to steam yourself out just just turn it down a little bit um and like Angela was saying sort of hide the phone away at certain times right you can focus on your kids um you know it can obviously be a, a very easy distraction to just pick up your phone and send a text message back when it could just wait a couple hours till they're in bed so seems simple, but those things work for me.
2: Yeah. Gabe yeah. Jones. Uh, so I don't know that this is like a, a unique thing, but, you know, the days of Lent technically, I guess, now are not strict days of fasting as they were. I mean, the Fridays Fridays are. And Ash, our Ash Wednesday is Ash Wednesday and, Wednesday and Good Friday are days of
0: fasting, used and every to be, Friday is a day yeah, of abstinence.
2: And used to be that, though, that every day, every single day was a day of fasting that Catholics had to abide by. So, you know. Uh, two small meals and one larger meal. So that's a kind of an easy one. I mean, it's hard, but it's just a quick like, oh, I can just have two small meals and a larger meal every day during Lent. And um, that that's that's tough. That's tough to do that every single day. But it is a it is a good practice. Um, I've I've also done uh, just bread and water for lunch every day. Um, that gets hard after a while. So you know, you have maybe a little snack for breakfast, bread and water for lunch, and then your dinner. Um, that's 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 a, a good one. Um, this may seem counterintuitive, but we were talking about sleep earlier, getting eight hours of sleep or seven to eight, because a lot of us, how, how often do we stay up too late? And then we try to get up too early. And while sleeping sounds like, oh, we're being lazy, get more sleep, but like you need seven to eight hours of sleep just physically, biologically, you need that. So put the phone away, go to bed early, plan your day around it so that you can get up at a good time and still get seven or eight hours of sleep. That's a good one. Um, Another little thing I've done before is parking lot. Like if I'm parking at work, park in the furthest spot and walk the whole, you know, it's a little thing, but it's just kind of a, a, a almost, I don't know, gets you ex- extra steps, right? If you're, if you're tracking <laughs> yeah. your steps. We mentioned the media fasting and the silence. That's important. Um, I've done adoration every week, you know, a weekly adoration during Lent. I think that's important. Um, in the past, I've given up alcohol entirely or or, or one year I gave myself I said, I'm not going to buy alcohol. And then <laughs> so if Gabe comes over, I can give him a beer. <laughs> <Yeah. Important> <laughs> <distinction>. <laughs> exactly. uh, cold showers, less electric light, you know, kind of like the turning the heat down and yeah. the AC down. Maybe just use your lights less. When it gets dark, okay, turn on one light in the house maybe instead of every room, you know, something like that.
1: I had a friend that um, on, like, Fridays, they would have, like, a certain amount of hours where they would just use candlelight.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's they not-
1: had- Four it's not easy with kids.
2: kids. Yeah, it's not easy with
0: kids.
1: Right. They, yeah. had, they had four little boys.
0: So one that I've used before, I want to give credit to my, my good buddy Joe Ferris, who's been on the show before. Um, I don't know how to do this on an Android phone, but if you're an iPhone user and you go to your settings menu and then you click accessibility and you slide down to audio visual, there is a menu that says, uh, or no, not audio visual. Black and white. Yeah, but I turn my phone on to black and white. Yeah. You and can do that uh, on Android. Uh, I, I know I'll there's a way to do it. Like I, bedtime I don't mode. know the way to do it, but it, uh, it's a game changer for me uh, because I find myself going for my phone less. And, you know, Joe, when Joe told me about this, he said, you know, the same people that engineer the phones uh, work with the people who engineer casinos. And everything <laughs> is, is designed, you know, when you hear, like, my phone's got the 4K OLED or whatever it is, that is designed to keep you using the product is designed to keep you glued to the screen. So when you break the norm and you go to the uh, black and white setting on it, then guess what? You are going to have a uh, an easier time. Adam, I, I think we just need to now. go back
3: to the, the Nokia phones with the, with the green backlit with snake on it. And that's all you can do is text <clears> and call. And, and it's I, a, you know, it's a little game, but, you know, it's, it's not all the...
0: nonsense that we have today speaking from experience i can say that is a game changer that's what i did last lent um unfortunately the phone that i got lasted about the season of lent (laughs) like you'd go to hit a four and it would dial six fours and then you'd go to hit four and it wouldn't do anything and then um so that, that kind of ended after 40 days but it was a good one all great ideas and you know maybe these ideas work for you maybe they don't the the point is Spend some time, as Angela said, discerning that now. Don't wait until Ash Wednesday, March 2nd, to start discerning what you're going to give up for Lent. Start now, February 11th. You've got two and a half weeks. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the Catholic Question of the Day for you, plus more topics for our Roundup panel. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Question of the Day for you. Our Catholic Question of the Day is related to the moral virtue of fortitude, which we heard about earlier, which is also... One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Can you name the others? Take a moment. Can you name the others? Gifts of the Holy
2: Spirit. Here with the answer, he says, mm-hmm. Gabe Jones. I just rattled them all off, including fortitude. Go for it. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord. There you go. Ding, Boom. ding, ding. Done. Gabe Jones, <laughs> you, you are the winner. Um, how, how do you have those so well? Uh, when I was being confirmed i remember my my cousin and i were in the same class and we were trying to remember these and he came up with like a little jingle it was like you know just a little melody that went with it and i'm not going to try to do that on, oh. on the radio but um that's how i just it stuck wisdom well, no understanding knowledge counsel fortitude, piety fear of the lord since gabe said them fast twice now i'll slow it down <laughs> a little bit wisdom
0: understanding counsel knowledge piety fortitude and fear of the Lord, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you've been confirmed, you've received those gifts. And uh, pray that the Holy Spirit would work through you daily and use those gifts that the Holy Spirit is giving you to live, again, this normal, what should be normal Christian life as a, as a Catholic, um, you know, another thing that happened during the break here some of, some of the really good stuff today is happening in the during the breaks here uh, was a conversation about man, I like I'm glad Lent is when Lent is like can you imagine if Lent was in the summer but you know we do have Ember Days four times mm-hmm. a year and so we do have like little mini Lent's four times a year um, and the good news is we could really fast whenever we want. And that's okay. And I, w- I want to make sure we mention that because we're going to think a lot about this with Lent coming up. But fasting is not limited to the season of Lent. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't have to be big, intense
2: fasting. It can be little effective fasting. It can be big, effective fasting
0: as much as and, you want to do well, whenever and,
2: you want to do it. And Adam, you mentioned the preparation time necessary for Lent especially. But the church, at least you know, traditionally, gives us the time, you know, the weeks leading up to Lent to prepare. You know, in the traditional calendar, you know we have the the vestments changed to violet. Uh, we have Septuagesima Sunday uh, in the weeks leading up to Lent. It's not yeah. even Lent yet. And in
0: fact, sh- tomorrow is the the bearing of the Alleluia. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember the the bulletin correctly yes, that I was exactly. reading the other day.
3: Which is something people do. A lot of people do at home too, if they can't get to the liturgy. Yeah. Where it's where it's done with your parish, you, know, you can do it at home as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right now. Angela, I, w- I want to go to this uh, next question with you because we've, we've shared some really, uh, I, I think you all have shared some really good ideas for penance and fasting during the season of Lent. And sometimes where I get stuck is that we do these things, you know and, and, and let's get outside the season of Lent. Like we recite these litanies, like the litany of Loretto that we recited this morning for Our Lady of Lords. Um, we do all of these things, and the doing of them, if our intention is to do them to honor God, to honor the Blessed Mother, and to grow in holiness, just the act of doing them is efficacious. It is good. But where it becomes even better, we heard this past week from Father Rick Heilman on the show, is when that can lead us into an interior place where we grow in deeper intimacy with the Lord. In fact, Father Rick was sharing about how now in his prayer he's kind of taken to calling God the Father Daddy, you know, and, <laughs> and reaching out with that that joy that a child would reach out Um How do you move all of this from a practice of the head? You know, I know I need to fast. I know I need to pray. I know I need to do this to an interior place of the heart. How do you do that?
1: Personally, I I mean, the kind of person I am is that it's very easy easy for me to just like rote rattle things off. Um, I need to slow down to really understand what's happening. And for me, that means prolonged silence and journaling with it Um, and really discovering what God is doing as he's looking at me as, as we're in this relationship um, and how it's transforming me, just like really reflecting on um, how these things are making a difference and that they're not just words. Um, so it's, it's uh, taking the, the details. Like if I'm scheduling um, time in my day to um, read scripture, um, it's not just reading the scripture, but, okay, what, what stands out to me in Scripture that God is actually trying to say in my life, in my heart, um, in in this moment that I can apply to the rest of my day because it's more than just um, this time. It goes beyond the time. So how, how does the Scripture apply to the stress that I'm feeling at work?
2: Um, I think I think that's a great, you know, th- that slowing down yeah. is great. I mean, that that is crucial because... If we're going to build a relationship with Christ, what does it take to build a relationship with anybody? Time, effort, you know, you have to, you have to slow down and enjoy being with that person, whether it's a friend, whether it's your wife, whether it's your kids. And if Christ is really going to be in our lives, we have to slow down, take away other distractions, put those away and spend time with our Lord. So adoration is huge. You know, that's a huge way to grow in our relationship with him and to take these things from just a rote you know, the the rote a- aspect of our devotions should sort of lead us back to, like, adoration, mm-hmm. right? We need to do these things when we're not in adoration to remind ourselves of that relationship, and then when we come back to adoration, now we're in the presence of our Lord and yeah. in Mass. And other, other times. Chris, Horan, final word on how you move this from your head to your
0: heart? Yeah, so the thing for me, discerning becoming an oblate,
3: is the <clears throat> aligning more with the Benedictine sh- schedule, essentially. <clears throat> so Clear Creek and, and aligning with their, literally aligning and praying when they pray as much as I can. So praying the Office of Prime and praying the Office of Compline roughly when they pray, right? Ordering your day around prayer and doing it, and you know, not in a rote way, but actually praying the Psalms and meditating on them. Um, and then when we pray the Rosary as a family, right, right, being, being the lights are down like we talked about, right, maybe even candlelit. And, and making these things very, um, being very conscious and aware that, you know, what we're doing rather than just, all right, we need to pray the rosary and then fly through it and then they go to bed. Um, so it's, it's just being like, I think, like we said, just being very mindful, slow down, have that time for silence. And, um, you know, we can grow, th- grow in relationship with the Lord in adoration while we're praying the song, while we're praying the rosary. Um, so those, those are a few things from the, from the Haran household.
0: All right. These are all great things for us. We're going to stop and take one last break here, but we have uh, one more topic when we come back. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Don't go anywhere. Normally on Friday mornings, I'd be saying, well, we're sad to come to the end of another topic on our Daily Dose of Encouragement. Today, I'm excited because we're only halfway through talking about marriage. This week's been all about sacrificial love, and here with another encouragement on the topic is Patty Schneier.
5: Well, I hope you've been with us all week. I've been just giving some practical tips and suggestions of how you can grow in sacrificial love for your marriage, and it helps your marriage to flourish. So yesterday we talked about offering grace. You know, sometimes you let the other person just show up for something, you do all the work, or you say, I defer to you. Little phrases like that can help in our marriage. Today, this is when you need your spouse to sacrifice for you. And what I want to say is, it's all in how you ask. There are times in marriage where you need your spouse to step up to the plate, where you need your spouse's support, or you need your spouse by your side. You need another yes. A lot of times I will say to my husband, I need you. I need your time. I need your skill in this. I don't have this skill. I need you. So where we compliment each other is really important. And it's important that we know that we make up what is lacking in the other. But our differences in, how, in what we lack and what we can, how we can help each other become our joy. We become one when we work together and we sacrifice for each other. So here's a little phrase. Again, it's how you ask when you know you're going to need your spouse to do something. And it's a big ask. I will say to Larry or he will say to me, I need a suitable helpmate. And again, go back to Adam and Eve in the garden, right? I will make for you a suitable helpmate. That's what we're called to be for each other. And Larry says this to me, and I say it to Larry. Sometimes it's joking. Sometimes we will say, I sure could use a suitable helpmate, right? But sometimes it's in all seriousness. I really need a suitable helpmate right now, and you're it, right? So I need you. And we've had many, many examples of this when we've had to live this out, and it's been a big ask. Another way we do it is this is going to sound crazy, but it's from Fiddler on the Roof. It's the song of Tevya and Golda. And Tevye's got to ask his wife for something. And he says, do you love me? And she says, do I love you? Larry will literally start singing. Do you love me? And if he says that, I know. He's about to ask me to do something. And it's going to be a big ask. And I will look at him and I will say, do I love you? And then, of course, that in and of itself is already my yes. Because, of course, I love you. And if you need me, I'm here for you. So those two things are how you ask your spouse, maybe just a new way to ask your spouse when you've got a big ask and you're going to need your spouse to sacrifice. For us, it brings joy. It brings a giggle. It's, It's our way of saying, I love you, so whatever you need me to do, yes, I'm here for you.
0: You know, friends, behind the scenes here, I'm laughing because I'm glad to know Beth and I are not the only ones that sing that to one another for that very same reason. Patty, this has been a great in-depth look at the, the challenge and the opportunities we can rise to with sacrificial love in our marriage. I look forward to next week talking about marriage here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement. But until then, thank you for being with us this week. We are back, which is remarkable because Gabe Jones and I are getting so fantastic yeah, here. Yeah, we're not going to We might you. we might end up in timeout and, and Chris and Angela are going to have to finish the show for everyone. <laughs> we'll spare our listening audience the uh, puns made during the break there. But I do have one more scenario for us today. You know, we're talking about the the fruits of Lent and fasting and slowing down especially and uh, some days the opportunity to slow down is first thing in the morning. Some days the opportunity to slow down isn't until late at night. And it does happen. We all have those days where our schedule at work might be jam-packed. Or for those of you who are stay-at-home parents, your schedule with the kids and everything you need to do during the day is jam-packed. So, uh, Gabe Jones, here's the scenario. You've got a jam-packed day. It's crazy. You, What helps you to stop and just take one minute? And refocus in prayer. You only have 60 seconds to do it. What can help you slow down in that 60 seconds?
2: Uh, So I think Angela mentioned it earlier, silent car rides is important. So, you know, if I'm having a crazy day and I have some time in the car, which is more than 60 seconds, but I'll maybe leave the radio off for a little bit, right? Something like that. Or um, I love the the Sushipe prayer. St. Ignatius, right? We've talked about that before. Just saying that prayer. Stopping. And offering that uh, is very helpful, too. So silence is important. Just creating that in a crazy day is is the the way to do a retreat. All right, Chris, Oran, you've got 60
0: seconds in your day, and it's crazy. You want to take some time to stop and refocus and keep God at the center of your, your life. What do you do?
3: It just happens to be noon, so you stop and pray the Angelus. Um, you know, there, and I also have, a especially when the work day is crazy, uh, St. Joseph the Worker Prayer from Pius tenth on my desk. So that's a good maybe 45, 60 seconds. So those are are two quick things for me. All right. Angela
0: Miller?
1: I've been doing this actually recently because I've had like five meetings a day. So I have said, come Holy Spirit, and actually like waited for the Holy Spirit to be present in my consciousness. And then I just observe what God looking at me. Because he is there already, and I just experience his presence for 60 seconds.
0: I do that a lot, too. I look at that image of the sacred heart uh, on the wall over there where our Lord is offering his sacred heart to us. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: Helps put away the busyness of the day, even if it's just for a few moments, to say, look, I'm offering you this. So in, in, in the midst of all of that, yeah. I'm offering you this. Yeah. And it is truly—
1: It's very comforting.
0: Yeah, it, it is very comforting. So it is it is a wonderful gift for us uh, each and every day. Friends, I want to encourage you to take the time to slow down. I think that's uh, that seems to be the moral of the story today. Take the time to slow down. As we get into the season of Lent, take the time to slow down and discern. Um, in the season of Lent, slow down. And in the midst of your day, slow down. Um, And, you know, we want to mention really quick before we run out of time, tomorrow is traditionally the the date that you bury the Alleluia. If uh, you attend the the old form of the Mass, um, you might be doing that at your parish. But like Gabe said, this is one of those devotions that you can do at home. And, uh, you know— in the devotional as my Latin teacher used to say, Oh, in, in our devotional life, there's a wider margin of error, you know? <laughs> so, and these devotions at home, you're like, you don't know what to do. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, have your kids take some coloring paper and, and write out the word hallelujah and decorate it, have them color it and this and that, and then find a place in the home. If if you don't have like a, a, dig a chest hole. or something, or dig a hole in the yard, <laughs> yeah, dig a hole in the yard, dig a yeah. hole in the yard, <laughs> yeah. uh, pick a drawer and maybe, you know, decorate the inside of that drawer. Um, and just sing some allelujahs. and and if that means you need to get on the whatever web music player you have if you're mm-hmm. not a musician then 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 play along karaoke style yep. sing sing some halleluias or if you are musicians um you know maybe play an instrument at the home I, I think my daughter would if i wrote one out for her to play on the piano she'd love that and if nothing else you can just sing it a cappella or you could just observe silence as you bury the alleluia now for those of you burying it in the ground i would recommend putting it in a an airtight watertight uh, vessel uh, such as a Ziploc bag, or uh, we've gone to great lengths with 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 PVC and, and glue and all of these things before when I used to okay. do this with the school kids. Um, but it doesn't have Time to be capsule. that. You can just complex. get a little Tupperware. Or something. Because then at Easter we would bring it out, and there's nothing worse than bringing out this beautifully decorated hallelujah that's soggy with groundwater. Um, so you know, take some care with that. But again, this is something that you can do at home, and all of these ideas today, we hope that you would be happy to implement at home. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray pray for us. us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will be back with you on Monday. We're going to be talking about St. Cyril and Methodius, St. Valentine And then also uh, how we can better love our spouses and our children all at the same time. Tune in for that. Father Jeffrey Kirby is going to be with us, uh, Father Zach Edgar, and Dr. Ray Garendi. It's a a jam-packed Monday we've got for you. Until then, for all of us here at Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. I'm Gabe Jones. I'm Chris O'Rean.
1: I'm Angela Miller.
0: You've been listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Don't forget to pray your rosary today.